0: Everybody, welcome to this good word. We're on episode 137, and I'm looking out the window right now. Blue sky, Minnesota morning. Uh, if there's snow out there, <laughs> so for those of you who live in California, Florida, or any other warm place, South Africa, uh, you know Australia, you're in you're in the fall right now. Uh, it's still winter here, people. <laughs> It's still winter. and uh, But spring's coming soon, so uh, we're hoping against hope for that. Uh, hey, I have some coffee here, and uh, I, it is uh, a day. The day is ahead of me. I have a dog uh, nearby. We're babysitting my sister's dog. She is amazing. She brings so much joy. And uh, so if you hear a bark here and there, that's who that is. Coco is her name. <laughs> Uh, And I'm looking forward to today. Later on, I'm going to head to Down in the Valley, a record store, maybe pick up some new vinyl. Uh, I'm going to do some writing for my new book that I am working on, the proposal, uh, trying to get a publisher to say yes (laughs) to said proposal. And so I'm looking forward to today. Tonight, we're going to hang out with some good friends and have some dinner. So it is a good Friday. Uh, that was my stomach if you heard if that if that came through the mic. Okay, uh, episode one hundred and thirty seven. and what I want to talk about are spiritual practices that you actually would enjoy. Uh, I, i've I've been a pastor for a really long time and and mostly, um, I see people feeling guilty about what they're not doing in terms of spiritual practices. Or they try something and they try something so monumentally huge, that they and they start well but then they give up because it's really just it's honestly too hard too long it's too crazy it's too it's just too much like they bit off more than they can chew and um but then what happens is you know instead of just saying oh well man I, i bit off more than i can chew what i find is that people feel badly about themselves They feel guilty. They feel like there's something desperately wrong with them. They feel like they're the only person in the world that can't sustain more than, you know, two days of some sort of rhythm. So what I want to do today is I want to talk about some spiritual practices that really are very momentary and enjoyable and really, really doable. But also, I think these practices will really help you attune to the God who loves you, loves the universe, loves the people that you don't love, (laughs) and is moving this whole thing forward uh, with joy and with grace and with redemption. Uh, This God that is making all things new is not in the least bit disappointed with you or with your lack of spiritual practices, or this God is not Particularly impressed with you if you are nailing it. Uh, this God doesn't mind that you're nailing it. This God thinks you're great. So, if part of you feeling great about yourself is that you need to nail it on all the spiritual practices, then I think this God kind of, you know, rustles your hair and says, Oh man, I love you. You're so cute. But if you're feeling guilty for not doing anything, um, I think this this God is doing the same thing. Oh, I love you, you're cute. Um, But if that kind of God intrigues you, a kind of God that's very aware and interested and involved in the the universe, and that is making all things new, and that is present to all things that are happening uh, with joy and grace, if you're interested in attuning yourself to that kind of God, I'm going to list about six spiritual practices that you might choose one or two of. This is not a list of things to make sure you start doing all of them. Uh, There might be none of them which seem to appeal to you. And in that case, hey, you listen to my voice for 32 minutes like you normally do. Um, And then you're going to move on to a different podcast. So... um, I hope that's making sense. That's what I want to do. What I want to do is help you to start to do some spiritual practices that are momentary, that are enjoyable, and that help you attune to the God of joy and grace, the God that's making all things new. And, uh, I think if we do that, um, our lives really will become much more rich, meaningful, and we will start to see things that we didn't previously see. We'll start to hear things that we didn't previously hear. We'll feel a sense of integration with ourselves, with God, with the rest of humanity. And we'll get a sense that we're partnering with the God that is making all things new. So let's go. The first spiritual practice that I wanna, re- I wanna recommend is many of us start the day with a delicious sip of coffee. If you're not a coffee drinker, maybe you start it with a sip of water or a sip of tea, or maybe it's a bite of food. Here's the practice. Whatever that first enjoyable thing is that you eat, drink, uh, breathe in, I wanna say just start associating that first sip of coffee with welcoming, God's presence into your ordinary day. That's it. You may use those words. You may say, God, I welcome you into this day. You may not use those words, but you may just have a picture in your mind of like a sunrise, or you might actually be looking at a sunrise. And as you, uh, and I'm actually going to sip a cup of coffee right now because I'm holding it, and all this talk about coffee makes me want some. Mmm. So that first sip of that pleasurable bit of coffee, hello day, hello God, even if it's a stressful day. I just rattled off, today's going to be a great day, but frankly, the last two days, Wednesday, Thursday, were totally packed, totally full. I woke up feeling a little stressed about it, but hello stress, hello lack of sleep, but also hello unexpected moments of joy they are going to come my day, or come my way today. And whatever happens today, here I am, and God, here you are. And you will walk with me through it. Right? So that's your first practice. Just, you're already going to sip that coffee. You're already going to sip that tea. You're already going to do your breathing exercises or your meditation or, you know, whatever it is uh, that's pleasurable. You're already going to do that. So why wouldn't you pair that with welcoming God, this joyful, graceful God that's moving things forward with? joy and grace and is making all things new, this, that very God is with you in that very moment. And you're just simply going to turn to that God. And, um, you know, I don't know where you're at with words. Uh, Maybe you need to call God the divine or whatever you need to call God um, in order for you to connect with the creator of all things, the sustainer of all things. You just do that. So that's the first spiritual practice? How does that sound? Like even as you think about doing that, how does that sound? As I've talked to people about this, um, like immediately their their eyes light up and they say things like, I look forward to my coffee, like already the night before I'm looking forward to my coffee. That's actually what a good spiritual practice should be. Um, Something that you're looking forward to, it's not something that you should dread. Um, Where where did we get that? You know, Uh, yes, there are things in life that are hard. Yes, there are things that will challenge you. And yes, there are things that are difficult to do. I really honestly, after 47 years of life, don't think that connecting with God in a meaningful, personal way should be one of those things that feels difficult, hard, to where you have to bring all kinds of sacrifice and joylessness to, to where you have to scrunch up your eyes and make sure you're like not having any fun. You're super serious. All right. Number two, plan short breaks in your day where you can laugh. And for me, that 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 is not. Um, I mean i i tend to I tend to really love laughing when I laugh, but i i i, I can get so um, focused on my work that I feel like I just have to keep going and keep cranking, and I don't take a moment. Um, So what I want, what I want this practice to be is something where, um, and maybe it's a little book that you have that makes you laugh. Maybe it's a YouTube clip that you have on your phone that you're going to pull out and it makes you laugh. Um, Maybe you even have time to watch an episode, a 21 minute episode of your favorite TV show. Maybe you, you have that kind of time in your day where you can do that, where you can laugh. And the purpose of this is We we can tend the I think the drift of our lives is to burrow down and down into getting more and more serious about ourselves, about life. We can tend to think that our problems uh, no one else has them, and they're going to take us out absolutely and utterly. And we tend to forget that we, we've, we've actually had these kinds of problems before. Uh, and even if we haven't had this particular kind of problem before, we've been through hard things and we can do hard things and we can make it through hard things. But we tend to forget that and we just get more and more serious. And I think the God of the universe, the God that is filled... <laughs> Did you hear that dog? That's the dog barking. The, do- the, the The God, not the dog, the God that is filled with joy, filled with grace always making all things new, every once in a while wants to remind us that joy is a deep, deep part of God's character. So if you need to watch uh, Modern Family or if you need to read, um, the other day I was reading, uh, those of you who are about my age uh, are going to remember Saturday Night Live. Do you remember the Remember when they did uh, Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy? <laughs> Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. And then then they would say this just ridiculous thing. Like, uh, there were two brothers named Hambone and Flippy. Which one of them do you think loved whales? If you thought Hambone, you'd be wrong. It was Flippy. <laughs> now, you may think that's the stupidest thing ever, but... I started pulling up these deep thoughts for my kids and we were just dying laughing. I mean, dying laughing. So maybe it's that. The point is, take um, a moment out of your day to breathe in something that makes you smile, that makes you laugh, that makes you remember that whatever whatever stuff is happening, it's all real, it's all gonna be right there waiting for you when you are done with that video. But there is, our brains need and our hearts need to laugh. So that's spiritual practice number two. And that's essentially connecting with the God that um, really isn't all that worried about you and about your life and about the course that the universe is on. (laughs) All right, number three. Uh, This has to do with eating. And when I notice how I eat and when I ask people how they eat. And it's a weird question. You know, it's like, uh, people think I'm weird when I ask them this, but I, but from time to time I go, Hey, uh, think about it for a second. How do you eat? And typically people will say like, Oh man, I just, I just shovel it in. You know, I just, I just, I just wolf it down. Especially if you're, um, a mom or a dad to little kids. And, you know, you're just wolfing down your own food because you're making their food, you're cleaning up their food, then you're changing their diapers and it's just a madhouse. And so you feel like you don't have very much time, but even if you're not like, you know, you're sitting at Jimmy John's, you're having lunch, it's your lunch break. And all of a sudden you realize that you just housed that 12 inch sandwich plus chips in about seven minutes, right? And you have 45 minutes for your lunch, or even if you have 25 minutes, you got some time. So here's the practice, practice number three. Uh, You don't have to do this for the entire meal, (laughs) but you could. Uh, But at least for a little bit of it, close your eyes and chew your food slowly. And try to taste your food. Just try to taste it. Taste that avocado in that sandwich. Taste that salami and taste the oils and taste the bread. I'm so back at Jimmy John's, apparently. And then as you're doing that, just just try to bring to mind uh, some gratitude to God for nourishing you during the day. That nourishment might come through food, it might come through relationship, it might come through meaningful work, it might come through an unexpected moment of laughter or tears. Uh, It might come through a sunrise, a sunset, a beautiful bird that you see flying through the air, Uh, a really cool car that you notice on the freeway that brings you a sense of joy because, oh my gosh, that's, that's my son actually who um he loves loves cars and so he's always on the lookout for teslas and um porsches and really really cool cars uh and that can be nourishing just that that feast for the eyes um maybe it's a sense of recognizing some good that's done in the world some sense of justice that gets done in the world that's that's really really helpful So uh, that is number three, chew your food, close your eyes. uh, And at some point, thank God for giving you the nourishment that you have uh, gotten throughout the day. Maybe even take a moment to remember some of those moments that you've had and that you you didn't even really recognize, but there they are and you got them and God gave them to you. So that's number three. Uh, Before we get to the next three, Uh, We're going to take a little break so I can tell you a little bit about what's uh, happening in my work world and to where you can connect with it if you would like to. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the podcast in a minute, but I wanted to take some time to thank you for listening. I also wanted to point you to where you can find my other work. If you go to steveweens.com, my website, you can find links to buy my books, to read my blog, and also, if you want to, you can invite me to speak to your tribe. When my schedule allows, I love to travel and do that. Lastly, you can check out patreon.com/thisgoodword and consider becoming a supporter of this good word. Uh, For as little as $2 a month, you can get access to content that I only publish on Patreon. Right now, I'm going through a series on Lent. So if you subscribe now, you can get access to a weekly blog dedicated to helping you reflect and enter into Lent a little more fully. Hey, if you enjoy This Good Word, please head on over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. It's a really good way to help me spread the message of This Good Word. Thanks so much. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay, folks, we're back. Just a little review. We've talked about spiritual practices that you actually enjoy. First sip of coffee in the morning, welcoming God into your day, uh, and then taking a pause to laugh through reading or watching a little video, maybe having a conversation with a friend. Third is chewing your food, closing your eyes, tasting your food, and then just thanking God for the nourishment that you have received that day. Number four is a little bit of a hard one this, this, this one, gosh, this breaks the rule a little bit about things you want to do. But I, I, I felt so felt like it needed to be in there so much that I couldn't leave it out. And that is try once a day to ask for help. Might be small. Might be tiny. Uh, you know, if you have to, hey, please pass the salt. <laughs> That's asking for help. <laughs> start small and then you can work up but i think this one is because uh most of us are so wired up to feel like we have to be so independent and so driven and so self-sustaining that any asking for any help from anyone else is a sign of defeat and maybe it's uh like if we ask someone else to help them then we owe them so it's quid pro quo and, uh, we don't want to play that game. So we don't ask for anyone for help. It's much easier just to put your head down and do it. But I am finding in my own life and I can be very driven. I can be very self-sustaining. It's very actually, um, even little things like, um, the other day, my low back was hurting. I, I, I didn't, uh, you know, I was like, ah, my low back. And, um, my wife, my wife Mary, has some her fibromyalgia is sort of uh, flaring up a little bit, and so um, I, I, you know, I'm not going to ask her for like a back rub because that's awkward. I mean, she's just that that's going to be really hard for her. But I did, I asked her just to take a minute or two, just with flat palms to start at the at my low back and just like with me sort of laying down and just move upward toward my shoulders, and. Just, I said, just do it for two minutes. You don't have to flex anything. You don't have to squeeze anything in terms of your fingers, like with my shoulders. Just, just move. If you could, if you would, just move from my low back slowly and, and give a little pressure. Just lean. Just use your use your body weight to lean on it. And she said, "Oh, sure." And she did that. And um, you know, for about two or three minutes, uh, and it was amazing but it was but it was incredible how like i didn't want to ask for that you know i didn't i didn't want to ask for help i have a friend that's um that that's his thing he 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 will ask me and a lot of his friends hey do you need help with anything and he really means it um but i think you know i hardly ever take him up on it uh, i don't know if some people do but i think you know this comes in like we don't want to be needy we don't want but but come on people like have you ever like when someone asks you for help and then you actually do it right, you actually bring that help. Maybe it's a pain in the butt in the moment, like when you're thinking about it, oh, I don't have time, but when you actually do it and when and when you see them uh, feel grateful and you see that it really mattered to them, I mean, it, that's a pretty amazing feeling, isn't it, right? So let's give people the opportunity to feel pretty amazing and let's cooperate with how we're made we are made to be interdependent and being interdependent is very different than being dependent or codependent interdependent you're just being interdependent you're recognizing your limits you're recognizing that you can't do it all you weren't made to do it all and you give people the opportunity to do something that fills up their soul so that's number four um and number five is, uh, okay. Toward the end of the day, uh, you're gonna, so if you're, if you're a mom, dad, um, you're gonna put those kids to bed. This is when, uh, you have a little bit of time. So you have five or 10 minutes. You're gonna pour a glass of wine or sometimes, you know, maybe whiskey's your deal, or maybe a little cocktail. If you're not a drinker, that's totally fine. Totally cool. You pour some tea or make a little, um, maybe it's a bowl of ice cream or um, bowl of fruit—I don't know—whatever feels pleasurable. And you're going to review your day with just two questions. And you're going to maybe you're going to pull out your journal and, and record your answers to this. You don't have to. Uh, it's helpful to record them in a little journal because then you could go back and, and see your answers over the course of time. But you're just going to review your day with your glass of wine slowly. Uh, question number one: Today, when did I feel grateful? just when did I feel grateful? Maybe it was for that YouTube video that you watched. Maybe it was for a really good meal. Maybe it was for a raise you got at work. Maybe it was a meaningful interaction with another human being. Maybe it was for time alone. Maybe it was that you made it to work on time. Maybe it was that you were in a good mood today. Maybe it was that you had had some time to go for a run or a walk. Uh, whatever it is, you just list out, without thinking too hard, list out when did you feel grateful. And I, I neglected to mention, after you've poured the glass of wine, before you get into it, this is when you just invite God to help you review your day. Invite God to show you certain areas uh, where you really do feel grateful. So that you're not, this, this, is, this is not just you doing another thing alone. This is inviting the spirit of God to partner with you in helping you see what maybe you missed. Because there's probably some things that happened during the day that you that were really special, but a lot of things happen in the day, so by the time the end of the day comes, you've totally forgotten it, but when you recall it and you have a sense of feeling grateful for it, it it's almost like you're treating your body to the experience all over again. And all the science shows that we, are, we become much more content, much more happy and joyful when we practice regular gratitude. I think our hearts and our bodies our minds are made to review the things for which we feel grateful. Don't try real hard on this. You know, don't force something. If, if you really don't feel grateful for anything, and you're going to have some of those days probably, then maybe it's blank for that day. But the second question is, when did I feel alone or stressed or anxious? Like maybe it was a conversation you had at work that didn't go well. Maybe it was thinking about a conversation at work that you didn't think it was going to go well. Maybe it was when you were stuck in traffic. Maybe it was when someone um, was a little rude to you. Maybe it was when you missed your workout for the 50th day in a row. Maybe it was a bad choice you made um, regarding food or something else. Um, this is the time just to, just to name it. You're not going to, and try to name it without judging it too much. You're just going to notice. These are the times that I felt alone. I felt stressed. I felt anxious, whatever the opposite of grateful is. Maybe a sense of, I was grasping, uh, for control. I made a bad decision in terms of the, the words that I used and just try to put those down too, um, without too much judgment. It's hard not to judge yourself, but try to just notice it without judging. And I would say when you're done with that, then breathe in and breathe out for about a minute and just say a little prayer, Lord, um, whatever your tradition is, right? So I, I uh, tend to be a Christian. I tend to be a Christian? What does that mean? I am a Christian, so my tradition would pray maybe the Jesus prayer in that uh, moment, Um Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God, have mercy on me. Or maybe I'd play. I would pray the Lord's Prayer. Then, uh, if you're not uh, a Christian or if you're a different religion, different faith tradition, you might have your own prayer. Um, that's fine. Do that. But this is a time to then release the day. Lots of good things happened or not. Lots of bad things happened or not. But now it's the end of the day, and you're gonna you're gonna essentially call it the end you're going to bring closure to the day that day happened i was glad about some things i was sad about some things but even the best things that i did they don't define me fully and even the worst things that i did they don't define me fully it's 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 a time to bring closure to the day okay that's number five and then the last one is um when your head hits the pillow at night you climb in bed whatever time that is climb in bed Maybe you read for a little bit. Um, I do that. I love that. Um, But when your head hits the pillow, try to hear God saying to you, Well done, my good and faithful servant. I love you. Just well done. Again, you brought closure to the day. You did some good things, you did some things that weren't so good. But at the end of the day, you're loved. And accepted by god no matter what no good things that you can do can bring more love to you no bad things that you can do can take away the love that god has for you so you're gonna when your head hits that pillow you're clean you're clean you have already reviewed the day maybe there's some things that you even had to you know sort of ask for forgiveness for from god or from people okay um you know what you have to do or you've done that and so you your head can hit the pillow and you can sense well done good and faithful servant i love you right so those are six practices hopefully five of which can be uh, enjoyable <laughs> that asking for help man that's a tough one for me really tough but i think th- th- this the if if you do one or more of these things over time the beauty of just bringing god into the normal moments of your day, uh, without compartmentalizing it too much, then your brain associates being with God with pleasurable activities. So you're going to automatically start to look forward to being with God. And this is just how our brain works, right? This is just how our brain works. And when you do this over time, then you can be, then you will be more attuned to God's presence in your life in the world and you'll start seeing more things to be grateful for more things maybe to want to work for justice for you'll start seeing and hearing things that you that have been humming and happening all around you but you just didn't take the time uh, or it didn't even didn't take the time you just you just weren't attuned to it But when you're attuned to the God of the universe, the creator of all things, the sustainer of all things, the God that brings us through life with grace and joy, the God that is making all things new. When you're more and more attuned to that God by doing these small momentary practices that are enjoyable, doable, repeatable, uh, over time, you will begin to partner with God more and more in what God is getting done in the world, which is making all things new. And that, my friends, uh, feels like a good thing, some good energy that would be put into the world if more of us did that. So um, I don't always say this, but man, I'd love to hear from you. If you're going to try one of these things, I'd love to be in it with you. Um, I always love getting email from you guys. Truly, I do. I read every piece of it myself. So just email me steve at steveweens.com and tell me like which one shimmered for you, which one maybe are you gonna try? Um, And and then I'll encourage you. Great, awesome, go for it, do it. Um, Or maybe you have a question on one or two of them. Great, send them my way. All right, friends, uh, it's time to take my dog, my sister's dog for a little run. That's what time it is in my day. So uh, we're dust and breath, we're human and holy, we're limited and limitless, and we're in it together.